Good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. Glad to be back with you in the saddle today. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. If you want to get involved in the program, you can do so by giving us a call or text on the Brew Lines, 918-756-3646. Text or call one number. Bye, guys. We'll do it all. Everybody, come on in. Come on in. Get your seat. Get your seat. Yes. It's exciting, I know. Woo, man. That makes me feel so good here, everybody coming on in. Come on in. Come on. How the heck is everybody? I hope you're doing good. Let's see. We got people coming in. I got the internet people out there. Good morning, internet people. Hope you're doing well. And we'd love to hear from you this morning. Either way, text or call, like call I said. Oh, that's going to be doing that deal again. Um, 918-756-3646 is the number. This show is podcast out there on the podcast world. Just about everywhere you get your podcast, we're there. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. So check it out. It's called Brewer's Briefing. We also have phone apps now. You knew that. And just reminding some people that may not know, you can, we have an app for our for your phone, Google and Android phones. That's the same thing. Apple and Android phones. Just look for the brew when you go over there, and uh, you can listen on your phone. Anywhere, anytime, place. I'm looking on the internet now. We have someone in Deutschland listening and someone over in Finland. Also a couple over on the East Coast this morning, it looks like. According to this, yes, it goes way out there a long ways. Let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what it's doing in your neck of the woods. We've got, ladies and gentlemen, where is my... Drum roll and fanfare. Psh, we have no rain in the forecast today. That is incredible. How long has it been since we've had no rain? It's like every day it's raining. Not today. We're going to have cloudy skies today. We have cloudy skies now and 62. Cloudy today and 72 for the height. No rain. Northwest winds 5 to 10. 56 overnight. Tomorrow, sunshine comes back. That'll be interesting. 76 degrees, beautiful day tomorrow. Man, winds out of the north at 5. Can we go fishing? Tomorrow, let's see, Thursday, sunny and 80. Come on. Winds calm. Slight chance of rain Thursday night and back into Friday comes the rain. Just get you ready for the weekend. Now, it's not going to be bad. I'm going to keep going. So rain Friday, 80% chance of rain 76. Rain overnight Friday night. But Saturday, Sunshine again, 73. Sunshine on Sunday and 76. And Monday, sunshine at 78 degrees. Pretty dadgum good right there. We'll take it. Temperatures around the state. we got 50s in the panhandle. And 60s in the center part of the state. And we got a 71 down in Broken Bow. They win the prize for the hottest spot in the state today. Broken Bow. That's what it is right there. So, it is Tuesday, May the 16th. And uh, we got a show to do here. we got to talk about what's happening in the world of news. We have news, believe it or not. Big time news. But we want to hear from you, okay? So I just want to encourage you to, to get involved. Text or call. I mean, a lot, a lot of people like the text line, which is great. I like the text line. It's fantastic. People sending in their memes, and here's somebody sending in a picture of a gigantic bass. That's a nice fish right there. See? People keep sending me the pictures. They send me memes. Send me jokes. Send me news articles. Whatever. On the text line. It's great. And then we also look to hear, like to hear your voice, like to hear your voice. Um, I will say, as I'm thinking about it, speaking of you people and my listeners, my favorite people out there, I talked to Barb, Barb, you know, y'all know Barb, Barbara Kerr. She, uh, she took a fall the other day and broke her dad gum leg and she's laid up in hospital and, um, but she's hanging in there by golly. I talked to her on the phone the other day. Matter of fact, I talked to her on mother's day. I called her up. Thank you, Pam, for getting me the, the contact information and let me know about all this stuff. And, uh, and I got to talk to her and she said, she loves everybody out there on the radio land. And she's, uh, she's, I mean, she's, she's up there in age, you know, <laughs> and that's tough. And golly, can you imagine spending mother's day in, in the dadgum hospital with a broken leg? It's terrible. Y'all be praying for Barb. That's kind of the point. But she's tough. She's tough old hide, boy. She is anyway. But anyway, I hope that she gets recovered soon and and all of that. And um, okay, so anyway, I was encouraging you to call. So some of you new people, you haven't called before. Love to hear. Love to hear from you today. Okay, 
All right, we got another text here. Brew man, have a terrific Tuesday. Thank you. I'm going to try. It's so far, so good. It's really been good so far, but it is early. You know what I'm saying right there? It's a long time to go. Okay, so what is happening out there in the world of news? What in the world? Somebody's talking in the background over. I don't know who that is. Sound like Alexa or something. Um, before we get into the real heavy stuff, I came across this news story. I thought it was kind of funny. A guy in, in uh, Colorado was driving down the road, and he went 52 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone, and the uh, Springfield, Colorado Police Department said, That's, you can't do that. So they pulled the guy over, and the guy had his dog with him in the passenger seat, but the guy was quick-witted, quick-thought, and he decided to switch places with the dog as he stopped. He put the dog in the driver's seat. <laughs> Excuse me. He jumped over to the passenger seat. The police arrived at the window. Hold on your window, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they got the window down and talked to the man. He's like, well, you know, you're speeding. But it wasn't me. I wasn't driving. Uh, the dog. <laughs> the dog was driving. The guy claimed. And then the guy got out of his car on the right side. And they. he appeared to be intoxicated. And uh, then he, he knew he was in trouble. He took off running, and he was captured 20 yards <laughs> from the car. And he was intoxicated. And he was hauled off to jail. And the good news is the dog does not face any charges and was let go without even a warning. So uh, anyway, that's the, that's the good news for the dog. Good news story right off the bat today. See, there is good news out there. And there's some other weird news. Should we, we'll just do this one, too. Before we jump into the hard news of America going down the toilet, we'll talk about other stuff like, Martha, what is going on with uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit deal? <sighs> I'm telling you, what a disaster over at Sports Illustrated. You know what I'm saying right now? I'm telling you, they have lost their ever-loving mind. They're ever loving mine. Okay, so here is a story, and I'm 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 thankful that this story does not show pictures. Okay, because it's talking about the Sports Illustrated and some folks that are on Sports Illustrated, and I guess the latest uh, edition, the cover, which is supposed to be famous. I guess I don't take Sports Illustrated, has got an 81 year old lady on there named Martha Stewart. She's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I, like I said, I'm glad I, have, I can't. I don't see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Martha Stewart, Megan Fox, who I understand is worth seeing, uh, Kim Petras, and Brooks Nader, who uh, one of these persons is a biological male. Of course, you got to get that in swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated. Got to get a male in up in there, biological male, who is the trans pretender. And, uh, and an 81 year old woman. I mean, they're, they're really struggling over to try to get some action at Sports Illustrated. Martha Stewart? Are you kidding me right now? And a dude? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what they got going on over. So, anyway, I, I, I don't see it. says, see this on Instagram. I don't want to go to Instagram. I don't want to see it. I want to read the story and I want to be done with it. It's weird, man. People are so, so weird. These people out there in these marketing uh, ivory towers trying to figure out what to do with their, you know, platform. What shall we do? Let's get Martha Stewart on the cover. What do you think? No. God, man. Stick to the basics. Hello. It's not that difficult. You know what I'm saying right now? It's just not. Mom says Martha looked pretty darn good. Good morning, David. Welcome back to the program, sir. Well, you know, I don't know, Mom. I mean, she probably does, okay? But it's not swimsuit edition, babe. I don't care how good you look at 81. You're not going to look good enough for the swimsuit cover. It's a deal. No. Sorry. I just Now, you know, I'm just saying, they just can't stick to the basics. They always got to get out there and get weird. That's what they do. They get weirder every day. Okay, got a text here. Whatever happened to Erlene and Bob? Uh, 
sad news. Bob uh, passed away here a few weeks ago. Bob Horn. Many of you know that, I'm sure. He was pretty well known around town, the Horn family. And so Bob Horn, he he did pass away. And I hated to hear that because I always liked Bob. Bob and I had a good relationship, and, and Bob was Bob was Bob. Bob was a good old boy. And he passed away a while back. Um, pretty old fella as well. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, oh, so there's the picture. Oh, oh, so there's the pictures. I'm, I'm getting them. You guys are sending me all the pics. Oh my gosh. There's Martha. Let's see. You know, this is Photoshop though. People, right? This is not really Martha's body. I'm, t- I'm having to check them out now. Let me see. There's the cover. Oh my gosh. No, the cover's not. Eh. I don't think so. Not happening. Thanks a lot, Tricia, for that. I'm going to throw up in my mouth just a little bit right there. Good morning, JP. Welcome to the program, sir. We started at 8.04, but we're glad to have you, even if it's late. Even if it's late. Somebody says they're going for shock value. Logic is optional. That is true. I know. It's always, it's got to be shock, shock, shock. And that's what they're doing right there. Anyway, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's just like the Bud Light deal, man. I mean, the Bud Light thing is still, it's, they're never recovering from this, right? It's so funny. I was driving around yesterday, seeing some billboards out there, saw some billboards that were the Bud Light billboards. It says, drink easy in Oklahoma. And there's a picture of a Bud Light. I'm like, and that's your new thing? Drink easy in Oklahoma? What does that even mean? And it's uh, it's their attempt to <laughs> come back from the abyss. Bud Light is continuing to sink in sales, and it's never happened. Can you imagine the ridicule that a man would receive if he was caught with a Bud Light in his hand? I mean, because it's a big joke now. It's a big joke. So last night, we had our men's meeting. I have a men's meeting every Monday night. It's a video meeting with me and some guys, and it's – uh. Where were you, JP? You've quit us on that deal. Anyway, um, and it's called kind of Men, Bible, and Beers, and Jesus. We uh, we sit around and have adult beverages and cigars, and we talk about Jesus and the kingdom and the Bible and stuff like that, and and that's what we do. And uh, so one of the guys had a beer last night. We were I was teasing him about it being a Bud Light and praying for him. It's a joke now. Like, I mean, no man that's got any – still has this man card, is going to be caught drinking the Bud Light. It's not going to happen. It's not ever going to happen. It's not coming back. They went off the cliff. Bye. See you later. And I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I am totally good with it. Good morning, Damon. Welcome to the program. Got listeners down in Texas there. Got a Texas man. Y'all say hello to Damon this morning. And anyway, so... How did I get off on that? I don't know. Going woke, getting stupid. It's like Sports Illustrated. Got to put a dude in there. So dumb. Et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so. Should we get to the big news of the day? Should we? I guess we should. There is big news, Andrew. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't even know where to begin because it is so... It is so bad. It is so bad. Now, we've all known this for years, okay? We've known for seven years that all this crap against Trump has been a hoax. The Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the Robert Mueller deal, the whole... We've known, we have known, the stupid, redneck, simpletons, plebeians of the world... We have known the truth from the beginning, okay? And we were all labeled uh, crazy conspiracy theorists and, you know, deplorable. And we've been right. And the elitist, smart people out there have all been wrong or purposely lying and cheating and deceiving the rest of the America. The Democrats should be appalled at this Durham report. I'm talking about the Durham report that came out yesterday, right? Durham been working on this for ever. 
and finally came out with his report, which is basically damning the DOJ and the FBI. That they they conspired. It, it's, it was a, you know, it's a coup. I mean, it, it's, 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 it is so un-American. It is so treasonous what the FBI did and the DOJ and all from Obama all the way down. Okay. It starts with Obama and Hillary. Joe got caught up in the mix because he's a nobody. He just in there for the game, but he was in, he was in the whole deal. He's part of it. Clinton and Obama and all of their swamp creatures started this whole deal. Get get Trump tied up in this Russian deal and then get the FBI over here and we're going to do this. And then they took Bernie out, you know. I mean, Clinton, you know, it's a machine, man. And, and they did this whole thing knowing that it was based on a bunch of lies and it was nothing but just election interference. And, and so it started way back. And, and so then Trump had to deal with it. His entire presidency was mired in all of this BS, all complete BS and cover up and lies from everybody, the media, all of the deep state. So his whole presidency was plagued with all that crap. And then the next election was all and now they're going to do what they have to do in this upcoming election. And, and, and Trump's numbers are continuing to rise. Air, day, they keep going up. But what about this deal? I'm telling you, it is it is so bad. I can't even articulate how bad what they have done. This, this makes Watergate look like a walk in the freaking park. This is the worst scandal in American history, without question. And the people on the left are still trying to play it down like it's a big nothing burger. Like, seriously? Nothing? You think this is a nothing burger? <laughs> Dude, this is big. It's real big. So Biden was in on it. Uh, Durham says the CIA briefed then VP in 2016 about Clinton's phony Russian collusion narrative. President Biden attended a meeting in 2016, the summer of, in which the CIA director, John Brennan, told him about the Clinton campaign's scheme to manufacture the Russian collusion narrative against former President Trump, according to special counsel John Durham's final report. Durham is expected to testify to Congress in the next week as Republicans grapple with how to deal with this rogue FBI and what appears to be a two-tiered system of justice. And that's damn sure what it is, okay? U.S. allies, especially Great Britain, were angry that the FBI roped it into the collusion investigation that made no sense. Well, they did get roped into the whole deal. It, it, was, it was a massive operation. Hillary Clinton at the top and Obama, Hussein, also in on the top of the deal. And Ding Dong was in on it, too. We all know who that is. So they will hear from Durham and he'll, he'll talk and reveal all this stuff. I mean, what do you do with these organizations? CIA. I don't know if we can disband the CIA, but we can damn sure get rid of the FBI. And it's too bad because they probably do doing some good work, you know, on the local level, some of the rank and file doing some pretty good work probably out there. But the people at the top, the Comey's and the rest of them, are corrupt, and now it's uh, what Ray, whatever his first name is. They're corrupt, man. It, I, I want to get rid of them. I, I just think, you know, screw it. Get rid of the FBI. They are destroying this country. They're a cancer on the country. They're domestic terrorists, uh, and they need to go. We have to preserve the country somehow. You can't have all these corrupt internal departments just getting away with it. You know, that's the thing about this Durham report. It's all, it's all, it's telling, it's damning, of course, to these organizations. But guess what? Nobody is being held accountable. There's nobody going to jail. There's nobody going to be held accountable. It's going to be, oh, God, that was really bad. Oh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> Pass the potatoes, please. This is over. I'm afraid that's what's going to happen with all this. 
It's, it's extremely damning, and it'll be out of the news cycle in about 15 minutes. That's what I'm saying right there. That's what I'm saying. What do you say, people? What say you? Fayroy says, what has it done to our monetary system? Well, you know, what has it done to the, the entire American way? You know, it's like this is being looked at, of course, around the world. It's out there. And we are no more than a gigantuan banana damn republic. This is what happens in those stupid little republic or banana republic type countries where it's all corrupt and the government's all corrupt and they have these fake elections and the bad guy stays in power. Right? That's why we call them that. Yeah, banana republic doesn't even count. It's all, it's all, it's like over in Turkey right now. I mean, you run against the president Erdogan, then you will be killed or in jailed or whatever. And the media's in on it and all the corrupt little things are in on That's exactly what we have now in America. Corruption at the core. It's disgusting because we have a great country here. And we're all kind of enjoying it. And we would like to kind of keep it. But it's being eroded day by day, choice by choice, one day at a time. It's just, it's sad. It's really sad. One of the listeners texted in. I have a friend who drinks Bud Light. Her husband always says, why are you drinking that queer beer? I'm telling you. I can't believe anybody be still drinking that right there. Not at all. All the ABC agencies do the opposite of their stated mission. FBI, FDA, education, welfare, et cetera, et cetera, DOJ, CIA, NSA. I know. I know it. I'm telling you what. I just don't know. I don't know that we can ever, we can ever drain the swamp. It's too deep and far and wide. I mean, right? How you gonna how you gonna clean all that up? What are you gonna do? Where are you gonna start? <laughs> I don't know. It seems so so overwhelming to me. It's just unbelievable. And and so that came out. So I swear, whatever. Let me go into my my stuff here. I got some stuff to see how. Here's the New York Times. Durham finds fault with FBI over Russia inquiry. The special counsel's final report, nevertheless, did not produce blockbuster revelations of politically motivated misconduct, as Donald J. Trump and his allies has suggested that it would. Really? Okay, here's another article from the Intelligencer. John Durham failed because the Russiagate conspiracy never happened. Trump's answer to Robert Mueller was a total faceplant. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Whatever. That's a bunch of bull right there. Well, let's see. I don't think this is going to play correctly. I was going to play a little clip for you. For you, for you. Oh, my gosh. It was playing perfectly earlier. I checked it before the show started. And everything was perfecto amundo. And now it's uh, echoing again. Anyway, I was going to play that for you, but I am not. Jim Jordan. Uh, with Hannity, and Jordan says that this report was as tough as you could get. It said that Comey FBI failed to uphold its mission to fidelity of the law. Well, no shit. Oh, Sherlock. <laughs> Didn't hold that button quite long enough. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we knew that. That's that's true. Um, yes, and what else? Um pfft. What else we got here? We got that. We got this. Breaking. Um, well, we hang, I guess we could move on. We got other news. I don't even know what to say about all the rest of that stuff. Anyway, let's see what, it, what you people are saying. I'm going to check the old text line here. You guys are saying stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. So in, uh, in other news, we have this is <laughs> troubling as well. The Biden administration whistleblower informed Congress yesterday that the entire investigative team working on the Hunter Biden case at the IRS was removed from the case today and that their removal was specifically requested by the DOJ. Developing story. So there's this whistleblower that has come forward 
uh, about the the Hunter Biden laptop stuff, and 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 they're inside the IRS, and they're working on the stuff, and all of a sudden, the entire team has been pulled off of the investigation. DOJ, <laughs> the Department of Injustice, has decided, eh, you got somebody to be working on that, and it's, so it's, it just continues. This whole sham continues. The DOJ keeps doing what it's doing. The FBI is going to keep doing what it's doing. All the media is already lapdogging it around. Just Pavlov's dog, man. It's just in line still, you know, that it's like, do you guys, do you, do you care about America at all? Like, do you have any sense of patriotism? Any, any, <laughs> can you not step back for 15 seconds and just go, man, maybe we shouldn't be a part of the, uh, the wrong team, but they keep rolling, man going to keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> anyway, so that's weird. The, uh, the whole whistleblower deal. And then what else we got? We got, we got lots of whistleblower stuff. Monday representative Marjorie Taylor green shed light on the perilous circumstances surrounding the Biden whistleblower who exposed damning evidence and implicating him in accepting foreign payments for political favors. And so we have a bunch of whistleblowers actually coming out. I saw an interview with, uh, Maria Maritara Romo, whatever her name is on, on Fox. That's completely not her name, but it, you know who I'm talking about. Um, so she was talking with James Comer, who was heading up a lot of these investigations. And he was talking about nine of the 10 whistleblowers are either in court, in jail or missing. And, uh, and then there's something, Jamie or what's her name? MTG says, no, there's one that is not missing. Uh, they are safe. They do fear for their life because they're exposing, uh, Joe Biden. And he's kind of the top right now. He's the current dude in the white house. And they said, we got whistleblowers going everywhere and they're afraid to talk because they fear for their life, as you can imagine. And then you get this whole team yanked off of this investigation and you get all kind of stuff happening. Um, yeah, it's all these stories. IRS removes the entire team probing the hunter about our tax returns. See there, it's all still happening. It's all, they're all still in on it. They're all still covering their butt. And it's disgusting. It is. It's sad. It, it really, it, it hurts me. It hurts my feelings that this is this, this bad. I think it's, there's been corruption for a long time in a lot of these departments. I, I, I believe that hundred percent CIA, they're all the rest of them, but it's gotta be worse than it's ever been before. I think, don't you think? I think so too. Okay. It is eight 32. We still have not played, not one single commercial. And now we're going to do that. We'll be right back. Eight thirty-five is our time, and that's uh, what was that? Twenty-five minutes till nine o'clock. I'm just doing the math on top of my head, and I went to a small school, but I think that's pretty close. Hey, why don't you guys jump in here? Nine one eight seven five six thirty six forty six. Let us know what you think about the the state of affairs in our country. Okay, call, text. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Okay, because we're uh, we have to figure this out. We have to solve the problems of the world and particularly our country we have a crisis at the border Fayroy says he is the current tick dater and that is totally true we got crisis all over the place and trump is leading in the polls here's a morning consult poll from three hours ago trump has his biggest lead yet over DeSantis, 43 points over DeSantis, 61 percent trump 18 percent DeSantis. 6% Pence, 4% Haley, 4% Ramaswamy. That's a real name. 2% Cheney. <laughs> I would not like to uh, be around those 2%. Uh, Greg Abbott is even below that, 1%. Tim Scott at 1% and Hutchinson at 1%. You know, it's funny to me. I see Pence out there. Pence, he's kind of got that look. He's always... He's got some super PAC thinking he's going to run for president. Yeah. Like in Pence, you got no chance, man. I mean, seriously, Mike Pence for president. No, 
He's way too vanilla ice cream. Never get anything going on. JP says it's a show. That's what he said. That's exactly what it is. It is. And what do we do about it? Trump's going to be the guy, don't you think? I mean, you know, what do you do if you're DeSantis right now? You're, you're too far gone, I think. At this point, I think Trump's got the momentum. It looks like he got screwed over. And we knew that. Anybody that had any eyeballs and half a brain knew that this whole thing was, you know, was rigged against Trump. And he is, you know, he, he, he's kind of the victim, believe it or not. And he's, he's rising in the polls. Everything that comes out, man, he just keeps going on. I saw a little story about Trump during that CNN town hall. It said they had a secret weapon. I wanted to know what that was. Well, anyway, during the commercial breaks, <coughs> excuse me, I guess Trump would go backstage and, and they were they were tracking Twitter. And they were seeing what people were saying out there on the internet about the town hall meeting. And it was, it was the Democrats were, were all lathered up and, and in a frenzy because Trump was having his way with them. And they would show that to Trump in the, in the middle of the, the town hall. And it would just get him all fired up because uh, people were just uh, having a meltdown. The people on the left were having a meltdown because Trump was doing so good. And <laughs> he'd go back out there, his old chest kind of puffed out a little bit more, a little bit more bouncing his step. And he'd just keep rolling all over old Caitlin, the CNN babe. So um, he uh, continues to go up in the polls. I don't think DeSantis has a chance at this point. I don't think any of them do against the Trumpster. My concern is like on the national polls, he's still only beating Biden like three points. Okay. Which is shocking to me. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, my sane friends out there, can you imagine? Do you know people? Do you, serious question. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be serious just for one second. It won't last long. Do you know anybody that would. Vote for, for Joe Biden. Like again, like right now, if it was a vote was today. Do you know, do you personally know anybody uh, that would vote for Joe? Now I have to say, I think I know some people that would vote for Joe because they don't want Trump. They would put an anti-Trump vote in and it would be whoever the hell it is. Even Joe. I, you know, which is, which is problematic for me. It's like, you know, Okay, Let, can, can you say it? Even if you don't like Donald Trump, okay, fine. His personality is brash. I get it. He, he is he is a four-year-old many times. I get that. I get it. But let's look at what actually happened under Trump and what actually happened is happening under Biden. Can we just look at the facts for just a minute? And take personality out of it? I mean, come on, people. Look at where we were. We had a good economy. We had energy independence. We were not on the brink of nuclear war. We didn't have squat going over in the Ukraine. We didn't have a, <laughs> We didn't have all that. We had, you know, personality in there you didn't like. Okay, well, we had some mean tweets. So what? Now, look what we have. We have a disaster, man. We got inflation that is destroying our 401k, which I don't have. and You probably do. Its interest rates have doubled. We got problems. We got this war. We got all our money going over there. Hundreds of billions and ammunition is. And then we got the southern border and an effing invasion down there. Are you kidding me? It's a disaster what we have under Joe. Can you? And so I can't, I can't fathom people would vote for this guy again. I just can't, can't even imagine it. I can't even fathom it. Why? Why? What, what would you get out of that? Like what is going better? What? Somebody help me. Where have we improved anywhere in the last couple of years? I mean, 
That's what I thought. I can't, I can't see it anywhere. It is, it's, it's gone to hell, literally, in the last two years, two and a half years. How long has it been? JP says Biden can't even put a cognitive thought together without help. And yet people would vote for him again. I mean, you take a poll out there right now and, and about half the country, yeah, they're going to vote for, for Joe again. <laughs> it's like, who are you people? And why would you do this? Anybody is better than Joe Biden, even Trump. I would just think that my beloved leftist friends could see that and would go, yeah, you know, that's probably right. It was pretty good under Trump. Pretty good. We were safer and we were richer. And that's a good thing. How many of you, raise your hand, you want to be safe and rich? <laughs> that's what I thought. Okay, let's see if this is a spam call or a real call. It says spam on the phone. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Brewer's Briefing. You're on the air. Hello. Can you hear me now? Of course not. It's computers. They don't work right. Hello. Can you hear me now? Hello. Hello. Anybody home? No. They're gone. Bye-bye. Well, I tried. I thought it was a, a spam caller. But I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to see what kind of spam I was getting today. It's going to be spam with a little bit of syrup. I used to eat spam and syrup. Man, that was good. But I don't eat that anymore. I eat like Jesus ate. That's right, I do. Whew, we ought to get that going. Pharaoh wants to know how my Bitcoin's doing. Well, I don't know, Pharaoh. Let me look at the old. Let me look at the old stock market over here and see what Bitcoin is doing. Let's see. Bitcoin is at twenty-seven thousand. That's down a little bit from what it was uh, a little while back. It was. Let's see. It was at 30. Uh, it was at, yeah, let's see. This, it was at 30,000 in April, end of April. And it was at 30,000 in the middle of April. And now it's down to 27. So it's down a little bit. I still got a ways to go uh, to get back to where I was. I'll be honest with you. But it's hanging in there. Okay. Hanging in there. So one of the listeners says, yes, way better. Way better. I know. I know. Okay. All right. So what else do we have? We ha what else we have? We have other news. We have other things we got to talk about. We got eight forty four is our time, and uh, we're done with that story. And we'll talk about this story here. Here's a story. It's in my eight o'clock, twelve, and five o'clock news, but we'll, we might talk about it here. It's interesting to me because it's it's Oklahoma story. Oklahoma University, University of Oklahoma, OU, losing donors, big time donors, taking their money and going somewhere else. Why? because of far-left biases and agendas, according to some folks. Here's a neurosurgeon named Christopher Boxell, and he's not happy with the way the school is headed. The diversity, equity, inclusion agenda, you've heard of this, no doubt, right? The, the DEI, he said, I think it should be better named D-I-E because I think that's what's going to happen because of it. The University Medical School created a diversity alliance to ensure equity, was incorporated at every level and aspect of the institution. And so it's all about equity and inclusion and diversity, not about being smart and being a good brain surgeon. And they're doing all this uh, stupidity stuff, and, and they're making kids sit through these dumb classes with this far-left curricula and agenda, and this guy's not happy about it, and a bunch of folks are not happy about it. And they're taking their money somewhere else. Dr. Boxell also took issue with the university using its funds for a drag queen event, a sentiment shared by another donor who spoke with Fox News. The university paid $18,000 to host its annual drag show, which a GOP lawmaker said showed a perverted agenda. <laughs> so they're taking this donor's money and they're putting on some drag shows. This doctor, he said he was very disturbed, uh, donated 250 grand to Oklahoma University and its medical school. Just a little donation. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy that. And then they pull out a drag show, and he's like, nah, no, I'm not too happy about that. I think I'll take my money somewhere else. 
this guy to see a former donor named Susan Bergen said his far left curricula affected teachers who were trained in his program. We were 35 years donating an average of $50,000 a year. <laughs> Let's see. Hey, hey Siri, what is 50,000 times 35? Hey Siri, what is 50,000 times 35? 50,000 times 35 is 1,750,000. Okay, $1,750,000 was donated. <laughs> Kiss that goodbye. Isn't that something? I'm telling you, people are dumb. <laughs> Even smart people are dumb. Write, that, write my name by that quote. Smart people are dumb. Brooke said that. These people are smart. They have big degrees and big lofty positions over at the university, and they're doing all this dumb stuff, and they're losing money left and right, and it's just – and it's, they're going to lose enrollment, and it's going to be dumb, and it's going to be dumber, and they're going to lose, and it's going to go down, it's going to be bad. So that's that's stupid. Why be stupid? But they're being stupid. You go woke, you go broke. Look at Bud Light. Learn a lesson, okay? Somebody learn a dadgum lesson right there. Good night. All right. Good morning, Paul. Welcome back to the program, sir. I haven't seen and heard from you in a coon's age. There's your cars loading on my screen. Welcome back to the program. Good to hear from you, sir. Glad to have you back. All right. I'll leave that one for the Tradio show, which is coming up, by the way. Tradio with Trisha is coming up at 12 minutes. She's doing a great job. Don't miss that. Okay. What else is happening in news? I don't know. We have stuff. Let me see what we have. Let me go to my... Education. I think we've already. Oh, look at this. I saw this graph. This is problematic. This is a nationwide graph of statistics about money going to. Um, let me just read it for you. Inflation adjusted public school funding per student versus average teacher salary. These are the changes since 1970. This source is the Digest of Education Statistics, National Center for Education Statistics. And it shows since 1970 that the total revenues per student has gone up 152% funding per student. Okay. Guess how much teacher pay raise has gone up since 1970? 8%. Where is all the money going? Where's all the money going? 152% down. And, and the teacher salaries of that was 8% of that, you know, money going per student spent. I have my guesses of where the money's going. I bet you do too. Hmm. Just throwing that out there. You can do whatever you want to do with that. I'm just trying to. You know, put it out there. Put it out there. What else we got in education? Anything else in education? We have um, we have a, a a story from the Tulsa World about an Oak Mulgee deal. There was a um, charter school that came and gave it a, a, a presentation to our school board there in Oak Mulgee. The Academy of the Seminole applied for sponsorship for a second charter school in Oak Mulgee. And they're wanting to open several around the state. And, and one of those they want to do in Oak Mulgee, they're hoping that Oak Mulgee will approve that. I haven't heard. Maybe they already have. I don't know how long ago this was. This was, uh, the story was just a day or two ago. So maybe recently. So anyway, that's the story about education. Maybe some, and some of these are going to be popping up, I guess, other places. Lots of charter schools probably going to be showing up. I'm, I'm for it. I think it's good. In other education news, <laughs> Remember how the school yearbooks used to be pictures of, you know, kids and doing stuff and, you know, economics class and science class, and maybe out there on a baseball field and blah, blah, blah. And you got people to sign your yearbook and, you know, stay cute, you know, <laughs> whatever. They never wrote that in mind. But anyway, so here's one out in uh, high school, Grandview High School in Cherry Creek School District out in Colorado. Here's their school yearbook and it's uh, showcasing a student's accomplishments of becoming a drag queen right here in the middle of the thing. Here's a dude 
that has become trans pretender evidently and it's, it's morphed into a, a, a drag queen through high school and they're featuring that in their yearbooks and that's what we got going on right there god it's 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 so it's so shameful these what they're doing to our kids man they are going after the kids and it's it's sad it's satanic we know this we talk about it all the time they were going after the kids and they're they're having success in places Which is a shame. It's it's really sad. Okay, what else do we have? The sad 20 homeless veterans from the Vietnam and Afghanistan wars have been booted out of hotels in upstate New York. Which is fine, except for the reason they're being booted is they're making room for illegals to come in there. According to Breitbart News. They're kicking out the veterans to make room for the illegals. This is what you have in, in this kind of thinking. This is what you have. This is the elitist leftist out there of the planet that hate our veterans. And, and it's, it's more insanity. What did it, what else do you call it? I mean, let the illegals come in. You guys get the hell out. You've been here long enough. Go to the street. We don't care, but we're making room for illegals. And they had, they kicked him out early. I don't know. They had a certain amount of time that they, they could be there. And they kicking him out. Got to make room for the illegals coming in here. They're going to vote Democrat one day when we give them amnesty. New veterans are probably not, probably voting Republican. Get out. Sickening, man. Makes me mad. Sure does. Straight up orange juice today. It's just Tuesday. <sighs> uh, Border Patrol source in Yuma, Arizona tells me that two agents were recently assigned to patrol 70 miles of the border. Normally, in non-crisis times, it's a minimum of 18 miles. And now they're being uh, asked to patrol 70 miles. <laughs> well, what could go wrong? David said it makes him sick. They serve this country. What the H. I know, man. I'm telling you. It is it is it is maddening to see these illegals get more rights and more privileges than our own people, whether it be our own veterans or our own homeless or our, whatever any, anything. Our, our Americans should be first. America first. You may have heard of that somewhere along the way at one point in life and history. And it's where it needs to be. It needs to be America first. Can I get an amen in the back row right there? Senator Mark Wayne Mullen responds to the bombshell Durham report. Says it proves what Americans knew all along. That's what I said at the beginning of the program. We've known it all along. He goes on to say the Obama administration had zero evidence of Russia collusion when they weaponized the justice system to attack Donald Trump. There must be accountability. All right, Senator. We'll hold somebody's feet to the fire up there, okay? Make some accountability. In other news, the IRS pondering right now changes to lower the audit rate for black taxpayers. So if you're a black taxpayer, you can feel a little better that maybe you will have fewer audits than than the whiteies out there, the white taxpayers are going to have. You know, we're... We're doing things based on diversity, equity, and inclusion to make it, you know, level the playing field. Bye, guys. And uh, and do more racist things that we can ever do. And, and we talked about that, too. University of Oklahoma also doing the racist uh, graduation ceremonies. You know, here's a ceremonial for, for the blacks. Here's for, for the whites. Here's some for the LGBTQ. Here's some over here for the illegals. All these different graduations, splitting people up. The the you talk about div division is what it should be, not diversity. But now the IRS get in on this deal. You know they're going to kind of kick us around the old room and see if they can uh, <clears throat> change that a little bit. Black black taxpayers accounted for twenty one percent of EITC claims, but forty three percent of the audits. And so they're, you know, just got to fix all that. Fix all that right there. All right. 
What else? What else do we have? Let's see. Harmeet Dillon, smart attorney lady, she says the Russia collusion hoax peddled and bought by corrupt, credulous, craven government officials on both sides of the aisle got underway in 2016. It's halfway through 2023 now, seven years later, and the same people who bought and sold the lie walk free at Bar Association uh, meetings, TV hits, NGO conferences, Davos, no doubt. We can't even say justice delayed is justice denied. There was no justice. There won't be any justice. She says it's another dark day for our country. Another reminder that there is one set of rules for the elites inside the beltway and another for the peasants at the gate. Well said, Harmeet. And that's what we have. Two-tier system. <sighs> be praying for the country, people. I don't know. I don't know how we're coming out of all this. I mean, it's it's just a slow death, it appears. Death by a thousand cuts, seems like. Just constant, 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 constant corruption. And and and, and no doubt some of your leftist friends will will just deny it all. Oh, no big deal. They'll listen to their liberal news outlets and tell they'll that will tell them what to think. And they'll poo-poo this whole thing as if it's really no big deal that's been perpetrated on the American public. The, the whole Russia deal, the... I mean, you, we, we forget. Uh, we forget how bad it has been, what they have tried to do. And uh, we need to never forget because it's... Uh, it's a, it's a complete black mark on the country. Anyway, we'll see if this thing has any legs as it continues to roll around in the news cycle for a few days. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Keep our eye on it. <laughs> Don't hold. Nobody's holding any breath. But uh, anyway, we are, ladies and gentlemen, out of time. It is time for Tradio with Trisha. That's the place where you buy and trade and sell and give stuff away. And we'll be back with you tomorrow as we do the show now, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays most of the time. Again, check it out on the podcast world. It's out there under Brewer's Briefing. I hope you guys have a fantastic non-rainy Tuesday, the first one we've had in a while. I love you people. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.